Welcome to episode three of the Favour the Fundamentals podcast. Here again with Harry. So, Harry, how's your training going everything at the moment, mate? Uh, not actually too bad. So, two podcasts ago, the first one, I actually spoke about going back into a dieting phase. Uh, but now I've completely flipped it on the head again. So now I, I am gaining uh, again, just due to like, got my birthday coming up and then I'm going to America in May and I just cannot cannot be bothered to diet through them and it, it's not exactly the most fun thing to diet through a birthday is it no I, to be fair like whenever I've been on holiday before I think not even holiday just birthday in general I think unless you have everything tailored to that time it can be a bit of a piss take having to diet through a holiday and stuff like that so I don't really blame you for it I think did you say you started at the end of May End of May, yeah. So it gives me too much more gaining as well, which will put me in like in a better place to uh, start the start the diet with a little bit more muscle, hopefully. Yeah, I think I think that's probably a better idea, just because then it relieves the stress that you've got throughout your birthday, throughout the holiday, and that sort of thing. Um, probably maintain through June, and then drop straight back uh, into a deficit come July. Yeah, I mean. We'll slowly taper down through June, but it's... it's yeah, not, you need yeah. a little maintenance block for like a, at least a month or two after how long you've been growing realistically. Um, that's what I'd always put my clients on after. How long have you been gaining for now? Seven? Yeah, since like October. Um, okay. So October, November, December. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be nearly like... Actually, no, I finished my diet in October, so I've probably been gaining from about December, really, but actually gaining. Yeah, yeah, I think... It's been going up since... Well, what I would usually do is, is if a client has been gaining for like a, a significant period of time, i.e. seven, eight months plus, you know, you want to be doing like a maintenance block after that anyway to just wash away any residual fatigue from that time. Um, uh, but yeah, in terms of myself, um, so I'm underway in the photo shoot prep now. Uh, I'm not going to call it prep because I'm not doing a show anymore anyway. Um, so photo shoot prep is underway. That is anticipating to be in about 12 to 14 weeks, depending on condition, um, during the time. I quite look forward to it, to be fair, because I feel very fucking heavy at the moment. Um, but you have just realised you go on holiday halfway through your photo shoot prep. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't just realize, I didn't know that, but then I was like, it, it's a city break, do you know what I mean? So at least I'm, not, I'm only going for like five nights. It's not like two weeks in. Five nights is quite long for a city break, though. I guess so, actually. Uh, no, no it's, sorry four nights five days right right, right. And then a couple of days yeah. traveling as well so yeah um obviously not a long flight but you're not there well i don't know your flight times but only, in belgium so it's only an hour and a half yeah so it's not too bad um but then at least it wasn't because we were going to book a hot like a um because i prefer city breaks mrs prefers sunny holidays whatever at least so we were going to book it would have looked good topless for it yeah, I won't even be that lean then. Start of May. It's only four weeks' time. Because mm, if, yeah, yeah. if I book one, I'll, this is what I'm saying. So we were going to book a proper holiday, summer holiday, whatever. In not, i.e. not a summer city holiday. Break, it makes know. me feel like a kid again, that. Saying uh, summer holidays. Uh, in like May time. But then if I book it now, in like end of July, I'll be fucking peeled by that stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that's also, I'm going to Portugal. Whereas like in America, I'll be wondering about the parks. So whilst I'm still gaining, I'll be be all right. 
And you can eat loads of glass weather all obese over there, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah, I can slam one of their milkshakes just to get my calories in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today's podcast, we're just gonna be going over uh, so one of the most frequent questions I get asked, um, I'm sure it's the same with Harry as well, is into what supplementation that we take on a daily basis. Now, the first thing to, to, to get in here when it comes to supplementation is, is supplementation for a reason. Nothing is going to be magic. Nothing is going to add a significant percentage of, of, of the results that you're, you, you're able to obtain. All it's going to do is allow you to supplement things in your diet, which may give you either health benefits or an extra one to two percent in terms of your results yeah so sort of like also some of you to like combat the weaknesses that maybe you have in your diet if you do different sorts of diets maybe like vegan or veggie diet and also like weaknesses in maybe your lifestyle so if you're living in england we don't exactly get the most uh or the best weather so little supplements that can help here and there um yeah, I think there's a few that we're going to go over it in terms of, I think the first thing to do would be to mention like what what we use um, and then we can go through sort of why we why we use that particular supplement. Um, but at the end of the day, everyone is going to be different. Uh, supplementation is a very individualized thing to use. It's going to be one of those things like Harry said, where you identify things maybe wrong with your diet or identify what you might need on a day-to-day basis. And thus, um, you know, that'll work for you. I think... Um, the, the first main thing uh, to go over uh, would be you know, the ones that we use. Sorry, do you want to just yeah, list off a few of your main ones? I think before that, it should be maybe touching on, you said supplements aren't magic. And I think yeah. actually specifying like that to people, like you'll make a lot of progress about through tracking your food, having training. a book, training um, to a good standard. So before you think about getting supplements and trying to fast track things or, I don't know, push push things that aren't really there beforehand. Yeah. So like, yeah. make, make sure everything else is in a, in a good place before you even like start considering supplements. Like I think I mentioned to Seth whilst we were talking before we press record is like, I was researching what creatine can do um, and how much creatine to take before I even learned anything about training. Um, so yeah i think it goes one or two ways though because i think there, there are certain supplements which i would have in from the start anyway um you know mainly the health benefit ones but but it's like you said i think it shouldn't if, be on the forefront of your mind yeah if you have to choose whether to spend your income your your income on on food or <laughs> or supplements you best believe you should choose the food yeah like it's, it's one of those things where it's like as much as they may add a small benefit um they're not essential um you can make significant progress without it just eating food training hard and and having a good plan in place that's sustainable for you so i think it is is a good thing to mention that that none of these that we're going to mention are magic none of these we're going to mention you're going to you're going to start using and and see a massive difference in your physique they may just offer small benefits should your finances allow it. I think that's key. I think a lot of people are peer pressured into buying supplements. Yeah. And we were saying before, some of them are expensive now, man. Like, yeah, just, yeah, I mean, that's two kilos away. Absolutely sky high, haven't they? Uh, everything, isn't it? Um, yeah, income's not gone up a lot yeah. for most people. If anything, probably dropped a little bit. I don't actually know that much about exactly. the economy right. at the minute, but everything is rising. Um, so, yeah. Best be sure that supplements are as well. Yeah, so I think they've always been fairly expensive anyway. I think 
if you maybe are limited with the amount of income you can uh, put into to, to, to you know gym related items etc we'll basically go over what we would talk are not essential but but you know the, the most the ones you get most benefit from but at the end of the day if you yeah they're probably them, worth the value is is how yeah, yeah. we're going to go over the ones that are, are worth spending uh, but if you can't obtain these then it's well, not the end of the world it's really not the end of the world you can still progress you can still make gains you can still live day-to-day -to -day life at its fullest and just just obtain some of the specifically the vitamins and minerals through food of course yeah um but yeah so get that get the disclaimer out of the way supplements aren't magic yeah Harry, do you want to go over some of your your uh, main ones mate um i think we'll have a discussion about protein but obviously that's in there uh creatine yeah, creatine. We'll have that discussion after we've uh, yeah, yeah. gone through all tech creatine, yeah. yeah, which is obviously something I think most people should be taking. Yeah, well, anyone who goes to the gym, really. Yeah, I have EAAs. Yeah. I have carb powder. It's a cyclodextrin. I think that's how you say it. I always get that yeah, mixed yeah. up. Um, that's that's really about it. And then I take a ashwagandha. And I think that is it about it for me. I'm very, very limited on supplements because I am a, a, what you could maybe say a pussy and really struggle with tablets. A massive pussy. Yeah. I, I, I told you this the other day, like, I was taking like 24 tablets a day um, a few months ago. Yeah, when I was three there. or four attempts to get a hay fever tablet down me. So if I tried to do like 23 <laughs> yeah. tablets, yeah, would be there I all think, day. Yeah, so I was using them when I was, you know, loading my creatine. Um, just that's that's sarcasm, by the way. It means when I was on steroids, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like so I was using obviously a lot of mine are going to be health dependent stuff different to Harry's, so I won't list off you know my health stuff and 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 everything else. I'll just list off what I would what I would use and what I am using. Um, in terms of what my benefit the, the average person, so creatine standard, um, just is the most studied and the most shown benefits in terms of a natural supplement out there again i think creatine is one of those things where it's like you hear so many people say like how beneficial it is and there's so many memes about it where i feel like if someone's new to the gym and saw all this shit about it, they'll probably think oh that's gonna put like 10 no, really much to be honest uh it'll provide the muscle with more force um, it will provide you more energy. It, it will hold water retention intracellular in your stores, and it will make you, you know, potentially look in terms of fuller. And may may add a small amount of strength here and there, but realistically, it's it's not magic. Um, a good multivitamin is always going to be. Yeah, I forgot to mention that I do take a multivitamin, but it's a it's a gummy, not a tablet. It's an adult gummy. So I used to have them, the like cherry ones and shit. To be fair, they are quite nice. Um, <laughs> You'll benefit from from multivitamin. I can imagine most people would, because I can't imagine that most people get all the 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 daily vitamin minerals that you need um, for just food. Uh, if you can get it for just food, then then absolutely do that. But a, a multivitamin is definitely one of them where it's a good one anyway. Um, keyword being a good one because there is some shit ones there. Uh, krill oil slash omega threes. Um, so if you don't consume any fatty fish in your diet, they're always going to be good for. Brain function, heart function, cardiovascular health. Uh, EAA, as Harry said, essentially amino acids. Um, we'll talk about their their rival counterpart, i.e., the most useless supplement in the world, a BCAA. After yeah, yeah. And then uh, 
whey, which Harry said, but whey, just so everyone listening knows, is not a supplement, it's a food. And intra-carb uh, is something that I have used pretty frequently as well. Right. So not, not to confuse anyone with that one. Um, but yeah, um, protein is a food. So even though you will buy it as a supplement, it is basically just something that you, you put in your diet really, isn't it? It's not like a... It's, it's just... I guess you're supplementing protein, but it's not not in a... It's just literally a more helpful or useful or efficient way it's of getting... It's not like protein. you're taking a tablet of like amino acids. No. You, you, know, you are count. literally still eating or drinking. No, or you still wouldn't count a drink as a, a supplement, would you? Really? Um, so... Yeah, and most of the time you just have it as a drink. You don't, you don't buy a protein. Like if you got one from the shop, you wouldn't say that's a supplement, would you? It's just a drink, you know, like a pre-made one. Uh, I think a lot a lot of people do. I think it's really weird. Like it, a way you are consuming calories, macronutrient calories through protein. Um, it's not supplemented. You know, you're putting it in all kinds of things. I mean, I, I personally don't like shakes and they're horrible most of the time, but the core goes straight in there and I'm eating cream that. Rice. Yeah, cream rice for, for all you non-core lovers. Um, but yeah, whey's a weird one. I would I would always argue that whey is a is a food uh, rather than a supplement. Yes, you are supplementing protein, but you are supplementing protein with a protein source. So yeah, uh, one of those things. Um, do you want to go into sort of your... You, the ones that out of your your list that you find most beneficial that most people could benefit from um and why kind of thing i think most people like you touched on creatine yeah that's probably the most beneficial there so that's something that i try not miss every day obviously there's, there's days here and there i just take five five grams a day you don't need to do a stupid loading phase no yeah you, there's no load phase. 10 grams a day for like 20 days like you, realistically you'll take them the same amount of time to saturate anyway. So like Harry said, just five grams a day is absolutely fine. As long as you stay consistent with it. Yeah. I think some people are around 100 kg, take around 10 kg a day though, don't they? Which is, I, I haven't actually... 10 kg? Uh, 10 gram, yeah. 10 kg? <laughs> I, get, I, yeah. I get, said that to clients. Take yeah. 20 kg or something. And <laughs> there, there is um, a few things I've looked into where it's like, it will depend on your body weight. So... Uh, there is a few things I looked into where it's kind of kind of similar um, to to water. So if if body weight, you you could argue that some people could take uh, one gram per like fifteen kilos um, of body weight, or one gram per ten. But I th- it, again, this is really dependent on your body weight. I think if we're talking to the average male, the average female here, you are going to be your safe bet is going to be around the five gram marker. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think very fair to say anyway. Um, what it's the most research. Probably supplement in the industry. Um, it literally is. Yeah. yeah, a lot of I guess claims about it are probably false that you see online. Um, Have you heard that one where it's like uh, creativity makes you bold, bold and stuff? Yeah, that, that's that's the one I was alluding to. To be fair, uh, yeah. uh, this is this is some really weird ones. Well, I, I still see people saying like, "Is creatine like a steroid?" And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your body literally produces creatine anyway. Just not I think, enough. I think some of them searches and some of the the stuff going around about supplements shows how much people don't really know about supplements, yeah. and it so, shows how much people rely on them as well. People yeah. think, or well, yeah, that's that's something I mentioned at the start is that people are googling that before they even download my fitness pal or something like that. So 
definitely, definitely, definitely a weird one how people just jump to the conclusion they need this. I, th- I think it also comes down to you know, like creatines, like proper memes and all. So, like, you'll get like a guy who's on a lot of gear and he's like, I put transformation to side by side, and it's like alluding to what I said. It's like they'll put in the caption, like, oh, the creatine is saturated, or like, I've just yeah, done my work on creatine. Yeah, but you'll see, like, you know, you'll get guys who are like in the teams and they'll see that and they won't understand that it's a joke. They'll believe that and they're like searching yeah. and then get into their, that it's a steroid and then, you know, the whole shebang with that, I think. But, you know, creatine is going to be one of those things where if you go to the gym, realistically, I can't see any reason why you wouldn't take it pretty much. Yeah. Um, multivitamin. Multivitamin. <laughs> multivitamin. <laughs> multivitamin, you touched on as well. I think I think the one, I don't know if you actually mentioned it, and the only one that I did is ashwagandha. Oh, yeah. So I've got ashwagandha as well. So I've got... Uh... <laughs> that's, the, that's the only tablet... That's the only time I actually try to get down me. Ultimitamin. <laughs> um, yeah, ashwagandha is great. Uh, so do you, how much I, I just take, well, 500 to a, to a gram is, is around sort of what I use. What about you? I just take the, the one little capsule. So I, I, I'm going to be honest, I have, no, I have no idea what, what that capsule is, but I just take one. Uh, yeah, I mean, is great. It's one of those things where it's like if you – are someone that releases a lot of cortisol, has a high cortisol release, especially in the mornings and the nights. If you're one of them people who gets easily stressed, easily anxious, like myself, I get stressed and anxious quite quite. <laughs> I am the same. That is why. That is the one tablet I'm yeah, sort of yeah, yeah, exactly. We like we we both get like have anxiety, we get stressed quite easily. So it's like ashwagandha can have a, a big benefit of that because it can help regulate mental health, reduce stress, reduce cortisol release. So personally, you know, the two times where I would take it, I would take it. I usually per, do 500 milligrams post session. So after a really hard session, um, and then I'll do 500 milligrams sort of 30 minutes to an hour pre-bed. Uh, I, have, I just have one 30 minutes um, before bed. Yeah. It's, In bed it's where, where it's I like... I a few clients as well. It's a, it's a, it's a good one. It's, um, there is other things as well. So I, I also take, or I used to take uh, magnesium glycinate or magnesium biglycinate. Which is another great supplement. That's another thing that, that aside from the, the the heart benefits and stuff like that, that that also has benefits in terms of mental health regulation and, and stress release, etc. Uh, that's the great one, and also great for sleep. Um, I do actually use sleep supplements as well. So the two that I've tried, are, have you tried Strom's Support Max Neuro? Yeah. Oh, never actually tried it. I was yeah, going to get the sleep stack from Supplement Needs. Yeah, so that can imagine that's good. Well, I got the. Do you know JP, trained by JP? Yeah, yeah. I bought his um, sleep stuff the other day. I can't really call, well, not the other day, the other week. Um, a dream sleep, that's it. And that's been brilliant, mate. But like, you would hate it because the full serve is four capsules. So you'd be there, <laughs> you'd be there like an hour just trying to, trying to get them down. more stress trying to get the tablets down. Yeah. They probably were. <laughs> Um, the panel on that's fucking brilliant, but it is quite expensive. Sleep stacks can be quite expensive. So if you again, if you're on a budget and you sleep fine, you don't need these. But if you're on a budget and you don't want to buy these sleep stacks, which we're talking about, which are like something needs like 45 quid, something like that. Yeah, something uh, like that. Trained by JP about 40 quid. You, you, in terms of sleep, your best bets would be your best no, your best bets would be staying off your phone for an hour before bed, wearing yeah. a mask, and making sure your room's black, uh, completely black. Make sure that you, there's no lights on. Cold room. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, get them out of the way first before people start supplementing with sleep supplements. Yeah, anyway, good routine but, is probably. Yeah, if you've nailed all of that with a good routine, um, you still know, struggling. 
then it's and yeah, Madis in glycinate, ashwagandha, sleep stacks. Um, but you know, like we said, um, it's one of them where you know, nail everything else, especially with sleep. I see that a lot with sleep now, you know, because there's so many sleep supplements out, people are yeah. oh, buying them that'll help me sleep. Well, no, you need to nail your other aspects as to why you, you know, it's the same as like not even, I guess, supplements, but sleeping tablets. Some people have the world's worst routine and just go straight to like sleeping tablets um, to, to help them. And it's like, right, Christ, you've been, you've gone out like three nights in a row and are trying to get to sleep for work in the morning. It's, it's not woke up at like one, one midday Sunday. 100%. I think uh, another one I use is melatonin as well. Um, so melatonin is, you know, the hormone that your body naturally releases during sleep. Uh, so I supplement that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're the main sleep ones I'd say, but you know, like we say, nail everything else first, uh, multivitamin, like you said, brilliant for the most people. Um, I would say that most people would benefit from, uh, krill oil slash omega threes because yeah, it's not, I would take if, if I could, but they're, they're fucking yeah. huge. They are huge. No, no, if you, there's some krill oil ones, which are quite small. I'd have a look at that to be fair. Um, because if you're not consuming, I believe studies have shown, I believe it's like two, two to three portions a week of like some sort of fatty fish, i.e., salmon, etc. Um, that's definitely two portions awesome. a week of fatty fish. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, seen that somewhere. Yeah. Um, so if you're not consuming that, I think krill oil slash omega threes are going to be brilliant. Um, do you want? <laughs> so this is what I alluded to earlier: EAAs versus BCAAs. Um, you know. That probably is the if you are eating adequate protein and a BCAA is going to be the most useless supplement you can use. And I'll stand by that unless you can name anything worse. Um, there's definitely like some, there's definitely lots of crap out there. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, I mean, like the most common one that you yeah, see, the, the most, yeah, yeah the, the one that gets pushed and marketed. Yeah, they do get marketed quite a lot still, yeah. but like after like how. I guess if you follow the correct people in the industry, you realise that they are. Well, I didn't, though. When I started, I bought BCAAs because I didn't have a clue. No, yeah, to be fair, I never bought them. But, um, yeah, they still are marketed to, like, I guess everyone really, aren't they? But not not the greatest supplement in the world. No, so a BCAA is is branched-chain amino acids that you get, you know, you get three amino acids from that in which you can obtain through protein. You know, you eat the right adequate protein intake and, and... and take one of them, it's going to make zero difference. Yeah. Um, you know, comparatively to, to an EAA, um, essentially amino acids, the full amino acid, uh, the full nine amino acid panel. Um, I mean, an EAA is, there's been many studies to show that an EAA mixed with an intracarb, so cyclodextrin, for example, uh, can mitigate more protein synthesis. Now, again, is this going to be something which is going to, dramatically increase your your gains increase your results no but it could it add one percent maybe um yes so eaa is going to be a lot more again knowing as much as it's called an essentially amino acid they are definitely not essential again it's going to be something where your finances allow however if you are going to opt for a bcaa please don't <laughs> if you're eating <laughs> if you're eating the adequate protein for your body i.e 1.6 to 2.2 grams uh, grams per kilogram of body weight you will have absolutely no use consuming a bca 
Yeah, I think in the past they've also been pushed on like vegan and, and veggies that maybe struggle to get the protein in a little bit more. Yeah, I guess which is fair, but yeah. there is many like there's many protein sources yeah. now. There's there's so many different options for yeah. vegans and vegetarians, and the amount of like vegan protein bars there are now is absolutely mental. Yeah, there's a lot of options. Like I, I have many uh, vegan and vegetarian clients. And even just whole foods, there's a lot of, you know, a lot more options than people think. Um, I think people often just assume, obviously meat, uh, specifically lean meats are great protein sources, but people will often assume that like, you know, your main meats are just, even for, okay, let's say for a vegan, people often assume the main proteins are eggs, meat, et cetera, um, which obviously vegans can't eat. Uh, but there's actually a lot more foods than that, a lot more whole foods that, can, you know have a very adequate protein intake in them so as much as a bca i guess could be marketed towards them i realistically would just look for sources of food which have adequate protein in it and then and then target that more than anything yeah, um, yeah I, I would definitely agree i was just mentioning i guess uh why they've been pushed on them sort of people but yeah again yeah, i think that's the only so many different about. options now it's, it's it would be stupid to even get bcas i think I think that's the only like thing you can think about, isn't it? Like the only way that they could realistically, you know, they market it as like build and repair muscle. Yes, a protein. <laughs> like yeah, is just so stupid. Um, but the thing is, I think it's important for for people like us who who who've, who've done a lot of research, who have been around it for a few years, that you know, I you didn't, but when I started, I definitely bought BCAAs and thought they had a massive impact on them every day. Um, and realistically, you know, nothing like i think this guess that, like, this is what the this supplement podcast is sort of about is what shit mistakes we have made in the past or what stupid things we wasted our money yeah you shouldn't waste your money on the same shit. Right, yeah um i think i don't know how much we've gone into this but a, a pump slash stim pre-workout oh, yeah, yeah we can definitely go into that yeah um i have both uh, i don't well yeah but I train before work, so I get to the gym for six o'clock in the morning. Uh, wait. Yeah, I train. First thing. Uh, if so you're I... training like five p.m. after work, please don't take a stim pre workout. And yeah. this is another thing. You wonder why you can't sleep because you're consuming five hundred milligrams of caffeine at like five p.m. Yeah, I think we touched on that on the first first podcast. Yeah, didn't we? It's perfect to come back into, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, stim. Like you said, if you're training like first thing, I train at like half seven. Um, so after after meal one. Um, so I'll either use, I'll either have a coffee. My caffeine intake is fairly low, 200 to 250 a day. Um, but I'll have a coffee. Then if it's a big leg day or a big, big session, I'll have, um, I have two, I have two pre-workouts I'm using at the moment, both, both from strong. Um, so yeah, one is, uh, for them to be fair. one is the Stimumax, yeah. Black Edition, the new one, uh, which, which is brilliant. And the other one is, um, Maskamax, is it? No, no, that's the, the that's the that's the uh, non-stim. I've got the. Have you seen the gaming one? The it's called Clean and Kill. No, I actually haven't. I might have seen it on your story, to be honest. But... Yeah, it's brilliant. So it's like a the advertiser is like a game one because it has nootropic effects, nootropic things in the lines, main, etc. Yep. Um, I, need to get... I, found, it, I found my focus on that is brilliant. Um, Quite low stim, which is what I prefer. Uh, but pump ones are still good. Conte Sport Mega Pump, I've used that. 
Yeah, that's the, that's the uh, stim I, uh, non-stim I have, yeah. Class, in it? Content. Have you tried Conviction, the, the stim that they use? No, I'm literally just going to really? order that, like, very soon. Like, I've, I've finished it, but I can't buy that anymore because the stim is so high. And because the panel is so good, I want to make use of the whole panel. But to make use of the whole panel, you have to consume 350 milligrams of caffeine per scoop, which for <laughs> me is way too much. But honestly, Conte Sport, Mega Pump and Conviction are class. Uh, they're, they're two of my favourites. Yeah. Anyway. I think that that, that and MV Pre, I, I really like I've heard amazing things, but that, that's too hard for me. Way <laughs> too hard. Have you used that? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've used both. Of that's, good, that's got so many good reviews, that one. Yeah, I, I've got a pretty decent caffeine tolerance. Um, but I used to have Naughty Boy and MV Pre, and MV Pre just got pulled out for legs. And then yeah. Naughty Boy was used on a... You know, just have a, you tried their uh, their pump, their st- uh, stim free. What's it called? No, is it a Nova Farm? People who make uh, MB3, I couldn't, yeah, I, I know yeah. I've seen Nova Farm, but I couldn't tell you if it's the same. Company. They have a uh, they have a, a pump product called Nova Pump or something, um, which is meant to be really good as well. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're really good brands. I think, again, you're looking at pre-workout. Do you need a pre-workout? Absolutely not. Like, if you really need caffeine, they, this is again important because pre-workouts are quite expensive, especially like the MVPs, the mega pumps, whatever. Well, yeah, the, you know, conviction, whatever. You are talking for the most part, most good ones are 30 35 quid minimum. Definitely, um, definitely about 35, so, yeah, most of them are 35 pounds, which is a lot of money for a lot of people. So, I think if you're either if you need caffeine either just buy a monster or have a coffee. You're going to save a lot of money doing it that way than purchasing a 30, 25 serving 35 pounds. Say coffee. Monsters are like, what? One yeah, yeah, monsters are a bit different. If you got wholesale, that wholesale works cheap. Yeah, but if you got like, I guess, if, say 40 servings in a, a pre. Yeah, I guess so. Then you probably... Okay, like, okay, a coffee then. Yeah, coffee is fine. You've got yeah. like in a, you know one of those Dolce coffee, uh, coffee machines with the pods? Yeah. You can buy like, I think it's like 40 pods for like 12 quid or something. You're a bit bougie with that as well. You could just buy coffee granules. Yeah, I really enjoy coffee as, as a whole. You are going to save a lot of money doing that. If you need coffee, just buy some coffee if you can't afford a pre-workout. Especially with Stim Free as well, because no, like Stim Free is even worse because yes, it gives you a great pump. Yes, it may improve your focus, but is that worth £40 that you haven't really got to spend? Do you know what I mean? Like stim yeah, free. No, you, are, you are right. I feel like stim free for me is also just a bit of like a, a, a um, it obviously works, it's, but a bit of a placebo. It's a kind of, like it gets me sort yeah, of yeah. in the right. If I take the pre, even if it's not a stim, it gets me in sort of in the right headspace. Yeah, and no, I agree with that. It's, it's like a stim free is kind of like a luxury because I'd say like out of the two, in terms of the actual benefits, you know, caffeine is the most studied thing out there in terms of the nootropic formula and increase of energy. But then yeah, we know caffeine works. And if you're looking at stim free, yes, it will work. But like Harry said, it can be a bit of a placebo effect sometimes. And it's an expensive placebo effect a lot of the time. Yeah. So I would just err on the side of caution. Of course, if you have the, if your finances allow it, buy as many as you want, they are going to be enjoyable. You are going to feel an effect, but the same thing goes that you do not ever need a pre-workout or a, or a, or a pump product. It's going to offer no, as much as like the other stuff you don't need, creatine will offer a massive benefit in terms of 
you know, potentially your results pre-workout may it make you work a little bit harder in the gym and have a bit more energy yes of course but is it going to really impact your results that much if you don't have it no not at all I think that's yeah enough. yeah i think that, i think you've put that perfectly really yeah um, i think that also sort of just um relates to most things on this this big list yeah, one hundred percent. In terms of performance, I mean, obviously the health benefit ones they they will actually provide uh, big health. Yeah, benefits. there's two different types. Obviously, you, you've talked about performance enhancing supplements, um, but then you're looking at as well uh, general health benefit supplements. Um, you know, like an omega three, like a krill oil, like a multivitamin. Uh, that is going to be a differential compared to a, a creatine, um, but. Just, just what what to take from this podcast is what what other things you spoke about do you think you personally could benefit from, and then how what do you think you could afford as well? Because don't be peer pressured into buying supplements. I think is your favorite influencers sell you some yeah like ten percent off money from and all that sort especially, of stuff. Especially if it's uh that 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 company who up their normal prices and you know discount it down by 50% and then up their prices and discount down by 50% and then up their price and discount by 50%. You know what I mean, don't you, Harry? Yeah. I think my, it is also... My... Oh, what's the name? <laughs> my... Oh, I don't know. It's escaped me. <laughs> I think I think it is also a good a good thing to point out if you follow the correct people and learn from the, the correct people, there is a lot of uh, good information out there on supplements. So if you did want to sort of research more just, just yeah. follow us. <laughs> don't well, you don't follow me because I don't actually talk about supplements at you don't all. Don't talk about anything, mate. You have the most boring Instagram. You don't even put any stories anymore. Follow me. Busy, mate. You're busy. Well, all right. Busy in terms of being able to post stories. If you want to see me at my desk, I, I, yeah, I guess so. My my life is literally about working off social media, pretty much in it. So yeah, a bit different. I'll let you off for that one. Um, but yeah, like 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 you said, there is a lot of people who are knowledgeable out there, but just don't follow someone just because of what they look like and what they are promoting. I think it's important. Think about why they're telling you to use this supplement to put money in their pocket at the end of the day, isn't it? Um, is so, there yeah. any more big supplements that you take that you want to touch on? Because I think we're um, mine, really. Not really. I mean, the other ones that I'm using at the moment... Are, are things like uh, chromium, green tea extract, uh, ubiquinol, uh, vitamin E, but these are primarily antioxidants uh, to reduce the antioxidant stress of, of using exogenous hormones. Um, I am on TRT now. I'm not on drugs anymore. Well, but it, reiterate, if you are on TRT, you are still not natural as much as people try and try and get that across. People say that, you know. Yeah, I guess I guess some people say that they're at the natural levels of. They are, but you're still using exogenous hormones. You're still using a fake hormone. You know what I mean? You still. Yeah, um, I, think, I think some people do specify they are uh, they are not natural, but are at a natural level of testosterone, which is yeah, what TRT is used for. Yeah, yeah, me. Um, so the the other stuff I'm using is pretty much to bring down any oxidative stress. Um, you've got other things like zinc. You've got um, obviously vitamin D. We spoke about vitamin E. Um, you can also supplement vitamin C, et cetera, as well. But I think what's important is, you know, just, just have a look at what you're eating on a day-to-day basis. Look down, you know, the profiles, the minerals, the vitamins you're eating in terms of your daily diet. Because it's hard to say, isn't it? Because it's very individualized. Yeah. And if you're we missing certain aspects. some supplements at you. Yeah, yeah. We can't just say you need to be using that because we don't know. But if you're missing some aspects, maybe you're not consuming enough vitamin C, maybe you're not consuming enough 
fatty fish, maybe you're not soon enough, whatever. If you live in England, to, yeah, if you live in England, you probably should be taking some sort of vitamin D supplement. That's pretty fair to say, isn't it? Yeah. Um, maybe not through the summer. You can get away with get away with it. it mate, summer, it was meant to be summer. Well, there was sun like the last week, and then what's happened? Yeah, well, I'm looking at your face now, and there, there's a big bit of sunlight on you. I know, but beard's right, Ginger, isn't it? <laughs> There's massive bit of sunlight in it. But yeah, I think uh, I think that's pretty much covered in terms of uh the, the the supplements that you know that we use on a daily basis. So take from that what you will. Hopefully you've you've learned something. Hopefully you know not to waste your money on BCAAs <laughs> and everything else. But um yeah, I think I think that, that covers everything on mind if you've if you've got any more. Um no, no, like I said, I had to re- really like shine on the supplement from but Again, I think I'm scared of taking them. That's why. Yeah, well, I'm scared of choking on them. So, um, but if if you have what got, you and you got like a headache, I just ride it out, mate. Well, I, I do that when I got headaches. I think I just can't be asked to get up and get paracetamol. It does like nothing anyway. Let's be honest. Well, what's oh, I can't remember what it is. Um, I'll, I'll be able to take tablets when I'm older, and they'll do so much more for me than they will for everyone else, just because I ain't built up that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's probably true to be fair, but. Yeah, I'll I'll be living till like 150 just on paracetamol. <laughs> Par- paracetamol extending the lifespan. Yeah. I'd love to see that. But yeah, I think I think we've covered everything. Um so obviously I hope you know everyone listening enjoyed it. As always, if you have any feedback or anything that you want us to speak about in future episodes, please drop a message to me or Harry. Um if you want any, coaching, I'm yeah. the man to go to. So just uh... <laughs> any big questions on supplements? Well, not big. I don't know why I said big, but any like question at all on supplements, and I'm or, sure or training or life or whatever. And then you know, we might we might on this podcast. Oh yeah, take away from this podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you've got any questions on based on what we have spoke about, or then for future, if there's anything you want to speak about, any questions you want to get in um, on anything gym fitness related, obviously just shoot us a message, and we'll be happy to. To talk about it next time yeah and make sure you buy supplements from like um recognized companies as well uh that that's one quick thing to mention in there because you hear some horror stories about people getting the cheapest option possible and it not being quite what they say on the uh yeah i, th- I think you need to you know look look at dosing look at how they are dosing it especially uh, pre-workout yeah especially pre-workout some of the like some of the a lot of pre-workouts actually add, add like things like your him binding and stuff like that like a smaller dose and get away with it because they put it in some sort of I don't want to mention but something con one I'm not going to say the first bit just in case uh, I don't know what that is um, no fuck it red con one did you hear that did, did, was you up on that scandal that came out at one point that apparently they were putting no but now we're going to get sued by a massive American company so thanks for that mate uh, no I did hear about this did they, what did they put in it I I'm, I can't uh, like I could not actually tell you the um, exact thing, but I think if you type in Redcon One steroids, uh, <laughs> then yeah, Redcon One and Blackstone Labs owners arrested. Oh uh, yeah, no, I did hear about that because um, steroid like right. Well, I think this is a good time to end it, mate, because that's my dog in the background, so. <laughs> we'll end it there either way if you enjoyed it if you have any questions just drop out either as a message and next one will be out uh next weekend so yeah weekly one and i hope you enjoyed yeah, thank you very much for listening